For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. I don't know who I am. Whoever you lose in this season, they are worth losing as long as you don't lose yourself again. We've got Tim Ross on the table today and we're keeping it real, raw, and relatable. We have the best sex. We uh, put porn stars to shame. My God. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe and enjoy part one of the show. Hey, yo. Welcome to the table. Yeah, yeah. We gonna get real. We gonna get right. Oh, building up wealth. We gonna give life. Welcome to the table. Yo, Tim, man, welcome to DMV, bro. I'm here. You are. I'm here. You are. With a driver's license. <laughs> oh, man, love it, love it. Love it. I want to get straight into it, man, because I, I want to respect your time and also respect your wisdom and anointing as well. So, bro, you quit pastoring. Did. And you became a podcaster. Did. <laughs> I think a lot of people right now who are watching us and who are in the room know that they should quit something, mm. but they're fearful to quit something. Yeah. Because they're fearful of the transition time. Right, absolutely. So I want to start there with you for everyone in the room. Yeah. What made you quit? How did you get through the transition time yeah. to be where you are now? Yeah to set you up for where you're going tomorrow? So um, we, are, we are always asking God uh, when to start something. Mm -hmm. mm. And then we're deathly afraid when it finishes. Mm. But he is Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's yeah. first and the last. Yeah. So if he's the God of my beginnings, he's also the God of my endings. Facts. Facts. And so he's the one that told me when to start. Yep. The church yeah and then he's the one that told me when to stop pastoring the church mm. and i didn't have a problem with it i just i thought i got fired like i was i thought i did something wrong yeah i thought i had like like i thought did i strike the rock twice like did i what did i do that's for all the people that like know the bible <laughs> you know what i'm saying if you just got saved last week just keep reading <laughs> But like I thought, I thought I did something wrong because I had uh, passion. I had vision for mm -hmm. where we were going. We were yeah. looking at new buildings. We were adding additional staff. Yeah. Church was growing. Yeah. And he said, "Your season as a lead pastor is coming to an end." Wow. And he told me that in September of 2021. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So two years ago, this month. Wow. Is when he told me that my my season as a lead pastor was coming to an end. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. So I got really, really excited because I'm an introvert. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, ooh, so I, do I just get to be in the shadows and just be Clarence Avant now? Because I watched The Black Godfather and I was like, that's who I am. I'm the dude in the back. Oh, man. It just tells everybody, don't be stupid. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And makes deals for everybody, right? Yeah. Um, and then nine months later is when he told me to start the podcast. Mm. So a lot of people think, well, I don't want to say a lot of people. Optically, some people thought, this podcast blew up, and so now he's going to leave pastoring. Yeah. But the sequence is um, that he told me that my season was coming to an end in 21. Okay. And then in May of 22 is when he asked me to do the podcast. I said no to him four times. To the podcast or to leaving? To the podcast. Mm. I, we, Juliet and I were already, like, resigned uh, by, by January of 22, we were like, I think the season is coming to an end. Right. I thought it was going to be this year. I thought it was going to be pastoring through this year. Ah. Eighth anniversary and then, you know, do a transition. Juliet was trying to get to 10. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. was like, can we just get to double digits? Yeah, you know, yeah. like, yeah. let's get let's hit a round number, you know. Yeah. 
Um, but the Lord said, no, seven, you're, you're, you're done. Mm. But May of, of 22 is when he told me to do the podcast. Mm. And I didn't want to do the podcast because mm. everybody had a podcast. Yeah. Everybody has one. There's like five million podcasts. bona fide podcasts right. swimming out there in the sea. Right. So I was like, I don't want to do that. Mm. Like, no. And he was like, yes. And I was like, no. Mm. And he was like, yes. And I was like, no. <laughs> then he was like, yes. And I was like, no. Mm. Then he asked again. And I was like, I've already reached my limit. Because mm. Moses said no four times. So I was safe to say no four times. Mm. But when he asked that fifth time, I was like, I guess you real serious then now. Because <laughs> I, I was trying to pick other people. I was like, he looks like he'll do it. You know what I mean? Um, uh, so sometimes God can call you to something and you, you're not excited about it. Mm. Mm. I'm actually concerned for people that feel like they have a calling from God and think they can do it. Ooh. They concern me. Ooh, break that down some more. Why, why? Yeah, I, I'm nervous uh, around people who like are giddy. Like, I got this. Ooh. Like the Lord will call me. I yeah. got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, you got it? <laughs> Cause I'm a literalist, so right. I'd be like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you. gonna do it? Like, <laughs> cause Not if you got it, he don't. Exactly, exactly. And I don't want to go nowhere or be doing anything mm. that he hasn't gone before me mm. and that he's not present in. Mm. So my big thing was, first of all, it was left field to even to even hear podcasts. Mm -hmm. But then I just wanted to know, if, are you gonna be with me there like you've been with me here? Yeah, yeah. Because if you're if you're not, then I'm not going. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was like, no, no, I want you to do it. And I'm like, okay, then what's the instruction and what are we doing? Now, I feel like I have a P, I will say this, I do feel like I have a PhD in transition. Yeah. Okay. Like, I have, from the time I moved from California to Texas, which was about 18 months after I gave my life to Jesus, yeah. I haven't been anywhere longer, like 10 years without the Lord going. Yeah. It's time to go. Yeah, yeah. So I moved from, I gave my life to Jesus in 96. I moved to Texas in uh, June of 97. Yep. Um, I was at Potter's house from 97, July of 97 through um, December of 2010. Mm -hmm. I was the young adult pastor there for four years. Yep, yep. The Holy Spirit was like, your season here is coming to an end. I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna I'm be here forever. Yeah, it's the potter's house. That's the potter's house. I'm going to be here forever. And the Lord was like, your season's coming to an end. I was like, oh. Wow. So then I left there, uh, traveled for 18 months, then wound up at Gateway. Mm -hmm. I was at Gateway for three years, and he told me to plant a church. Mm -hmm. Planted the church, did it for seven years, and he said, do a podcast. Mm. I don't know if I'm going to be doing this podcast in five years. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I would love to do it for a long time, but I'm not married to nothing. I The reason why stuff gets in my hand is because it op it's open. Yeah, yeah. And the reason why it's easy for the Lord to get it out of my hand is because it's, it's open. still open. Yeah. I never do this. This is not how you hold something God gives you. You'll wind up in, in a tug of war with God and you will lose that. Yeah, yeah. Like all this meat going to go away. Right. The right. moment he yank, you're going to be like, yeah. <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to be gone. Quick pause from today's show. You see, life is a roller coaster of highs and lows. You see, when we're soaring, we're on top of the world. When we're winning, it feels like we can conquer and challenge anything that comes our way like we could win but let's be honest when we're going through tough times when we're navigating through a storm it could be overwhelming it could be depressive and it could be hindering our ability to be the best version of ourselves you see over the last two three years i've learned the transformative power of therapy you see, collaborating with a therapist can equip you and I with the insights and strategies to empower ourselves, helping us to face life hurdles with newfound confidence and power behind us. I want you to consider therapy. And, I, and while you're considering therapy, I want you to consider my friends over at BetterHelp, a top tier online therapy platform known for its accessibility, adaptability and affordability. I call it the three A's. You see, by filling out a concise questionnaire, you will be connected with a licensed therapist who resonates with your unique needs. The key word there was your unique needs needs. Moreover, the flexibility of changing a therapist if it's not working out for you is easy with BetterHelp and you can do this at any time because we want you to find the best therapist that's going to help you progress and move forward in life. Investing in our mental health 
is a step towards a more enriching life. Investing into therapy is a step towards you building long lasting wealth. And to facilitate this, you can get 10% off your first month by visiting anthonyoneal.com forward slash therapy. Again, that is anthonyoneal.com forward slash therapy, or you can click the link in today's show notes. But the key thing here before we get back to today's show, start your journey towards self-empowerment today. And let's together resume our path to personal growth. Let's get back to the show. So, so. Right here, before we take some questions, and for those of you all who have questions, start coming up uh, to Michelle um, over here uh, so you can start asking questions because we want to engage with the people who are in the room today. But a lot of people are scared of the transition. You say you have a PhD in transition. How do you, what would you say to someone who knows they need to transition, but they don't know how to even start the transition process? Yeah. How to, if they hear God say it's time for you to go. Yeah. Some of them are like you, no. Yeah. And they went past four. Yeah. They're at 14. Yeah. <laughs> They're at 14 years. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, They're at 14 like, no, years of no. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, here it is. Let, let's, let's even go deeper. Not just transition from a job. Yeah. Maybe transition from the relationship that is, they don't need to be in no more. Right. Absolutely. Transition from friendship that, it, that they know is not beneficial for them. Right. Transition from something internally yeah. that they need to let go of. Yeah that could even be a secret that only they know, yeah. but it's time to transition. For sure. Transition from a church that they were born and raised in. Come on. How do we, what is, what, what, since you are the PhD in transition, give us some practical tips on how to really accept the transition process yep. so we can go from there. So um, anytime there's a transition for me, um, I always submit it to the people that are in my life. So when I move in 97, um, my parents were also my pastors, so I submitted it to them, and they were like, we were just your babysitters. If God's calling you to Texas, you gotta go. So good. And so I was like, okay. When I got to uh, Potter's house, I was there for 13 and a half years. When it was time to transition, I talked to Juliet about it, okay. and she was like, uh, I told her in 09, January of 09, she was like, yeah, nah. I brought it up again in uh, January of 2010, and when I said it to her, she said, the Holy Spirit told me two weeks ago, I was waiting on him to tell you to tell me. Mm. So anytime there's a transition, because they're pivotal, right? Yeah. That's why they're so, you know, they can, they can feel so daunting. Anytime there's transitions, I always look for what I refer to as divine echoes. Wow. If God speaks to me, he'll speak to everybody in my life wow. that is surrounding me. Wow. If it's my spouse, if it's uh, uh, my pastor, if it's my dear family and friends, people that I know hear from God. Yeah. If you hear something, they should be hearing the same thing. Yeah. Right. Because God is not the author of confusion. Yeah. So I'm always looking for those divine echoes. When it got time to transition to church. Look, I had to be 12 to 14 deep on mm. the confirmations because mm. I had to talk to, to Robert Morris, mm -hmm. who sent me to plant the church. Yeah. I talked to my wife. I had to talk to the elders. Yeah. I had to submit it to my uh, spiritual mentor, Jerome Lewis in Delaware. Like yeah. I scattered that thing. I was like, am I crazy? I I'm, I'm probably crazy. Wow. Am I crazy? And I was hoping somebody would be like, yeah, no, you ain't supposed to do that. And I'd be like, see, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> I knew that was just some chilling, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. And the Lord was like, yeah, no, nah, this is me. And I'm going to tell everybody mm. that you depend on to hear from God for you mm. the same exact thing I told you. Mm. And he did. Yeah. So once you have those confirmations, then you got to move. Yeah. Now, here's the thing that people think, because we love editing testimonies. Yep. 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 Right. We love giving that whew, before, after, like everything's dope. I sold a thousand dollar seat. I'm a millionaire. <laughs> right. But we never talk about sleeping in the car. Right. We never talk right. about the bank account being in the red. Right. We never talk about writing a check and not knowing if it's going to come through. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Having eight vendors breathing down your back. Yep. You know what I mean? But yep. you even you haven't even got your first batch of merch sales out yet. Like, yeah. so I don't do unedited testimonies. Mm. Right. I, I mean, I don't do edited testimonies. Mm. The unedited testimony is I can only count on one hand in 27 and a half years of walking with the Lord that I've taken a faith move or a transition move and not been scared. Ooh. Ooh. Like literally people think you need the absence of fear right. to step out in faith. Right, right. My mantra that I'm always beating the drum on is if you can't do it brave, do it scared. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So if you can't make the move with, with enthusiasm, mm. make it with your knees knocking. Yes. But just do it. Do it. God don't. God ain't looking at you like, 
I thought you would have been a little bit more excited about this. Why are you packing that bag and crying? Yeah. Yeah. I got something better for you on the other side. That's not how he be talking. He be telling you to go into the abyss. You know what I mean? He's like, I need you to leave now. And you're like, but there's no, there's nothing where I don't understand why. And he's like, go. And you're like, can you at least tell me? Like, is it around the corner? Yo, he's like, go. do it. <laughs> and then he, you're like, can I just get an update? And then he goes silent. Yes. Facts. And when he goes silent, you get real, real scared. Oh, scared. Because you think he's no, he's no longer talking to you. Yeah. But he actually has no update from the last thing he told you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And whenever you don't get a new update, you just got to keep doing the last thing you heard. Mm. Mm. All right, so let me give you this transition, right? This, is a, this, this transition benefited all of us. So it's Jesus on the cross, yep. right? So Jesus, he, he got to get out of here, right? But he got to die, right? And that, that death was bloody and horrible, right? Yeah, right? He is on the cross. Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, translated, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Right. Crickets, right. right? The way preachers preach it is he was ignored. His father turned his back on him. Right, with that Darth Vader voice. God has gone silent <laughs> on his son. Here's the truth. Right, 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 right. God had nothing more to say to Jesus uh, than he did when he came out of the water being baptized by his cousin John. Mm. This is my son in whom I am well pleased. Mm. God was as pleased with him on the cross mm-hmm. as he was when he came out of the water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So whenever you don't hear anything new, you got to keep doing the last thing he told you to do. Facts. Facts. You know, it's so funny you say that because I think a lot of people hearing and watching this are saying, okay, it's time for me to transition. And I remember when I transitioned from, from Ramsey mm-hmm. beforehand, mm-hmm. Um, my spiritual mom was in a building. I remember her, she, me and her talked like six months before then. Cupcakes. And uh, <laughs> she, she gave me a word. And I, I Darius Daniels, who we both know. Uh, was my my spiritual connect. Yeah, for sure. On my birthday, the Holy Spirit told me to go to him on my birthday before I go on my cruise, before I go on my break. And I went to him and Darius said, your time is coming. Mm. And I said, bruh, do you know how much money I'm making? Right. My time is coming. Right. He said, your time is coming. And what you're making a year, you'll make a month. Mm. I looked at him, I said, now, Darius, that was probably the dumbest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> Making that kind of money yeah, a yeah. month? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And Darius Daniels, he don't just be spitting stuff uh-uh. out. No, no, he doesn't. He said, your time is coming. He said, but you're going to be fearful. And I'm telling you right now, your fear is yeah. going to block your blessing. Mm. Mm. Went back. He put that same word in Dave. It's time. How do we have this conversation? And what I've learned about transitioning is how you transition sets up your next season and i've learned how to honor Uh uh-huh while transitioning yes i've learned a lot of people don't know this about me but a lot of them do i was i was once engaged yep how i transitioned from her and back into my single season i believe has has god has honored that because i transitioned while honoring her while i didn't work between us absolutely i still honored her as a child of god yeah, as absolutely. an amazing woman yeah just not for me absolutely and, and i feel as if sometimes you're absolutely right because when i left dave i've never said this publicly i stayed in my house for three days and i was depressed i was scared i was miserable so you didn't go on your cruise i didn't go when i left him okay when i resigned you. yep 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 okay i got came you. back home my, I have a dog, a beautiful dog. Man, my house was thing. Because I was so depressed. I was so scared. Yeah, 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 for sure. I was like, I don't know what to do. Absolutely. And it's just me. Yeah, for sure. God was silent because I was saying the wrong thing. Mm. I didn't leave you out there by yourself. Mm. You're talking about you. Mm. When you can bring us in this conversation, mm. Mm-hmm. we will be all right. Mm-hmm. But you're gonna stay there, mm. and the reason why you're alone, the reason why you're depressed, the reason why you're scared, is because you forgot I sent you out. Right, right. And I think sometimes in the midst of that transition, we have to understand, honestly, I tell everyone, I'm nervous right now. Mm. Every time I get on the stage, I'm nervous. Because I never get on the stage, I never get on the platform and say, I got this. Mm-mm. Because I need God to be with me. Yes, 
Absolutely. And anytime I feel as if I got this all by myself, oh, I'm really scared. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Because if I don't need God, yeah, I don't know what's about to happen. Yeah, oh, absolutely. That's a scary, that's a scary situation. Transitioning. How many of y'all have been scared in this room of transitioning? Raise your hand. Mm-hmm. Hands down. How many of y'all know you need to transition right now? Dang, I, I even asked the question. Y'all already raised it. <laughs> Somebody like, I gotta go to the bathroom <laughs> right now. <laughs> How many of you all are in a season? And if you're listening on podcasts, watching this on YouTube, put it in the comments. How many of y'all know right now a transition is coming, but you know you've been pushing it off? Raise your hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Like my brother said, it's time for y'all just to do it. For sure. It's time for you to do it. Do it scared. Do it trembling. Yeah. Do it. Do it however. Yeah. It is time for but you to do it to right. Go. That's good. Because I transitioned from Potter's House. I transitioned from Gateway. I walked out the front door. Yes, sir. I honored Bishop Thomas Dexter Jake Sr. Yes, sir. And I honored Pastor Robert Preston Morris. Yes, sir. Call them by their full government name. <laughs> <laughs> but because I honored them, I walked out the front door. I can walk back in the front Absolutely. door. I didn't go out the trap door. I didn't go out the side door. I didn't go out the back door. There was mm. nothing shady. There was no impropriety. Mm. I ain't got no side chick, no side dude. Mm -hmm. I did exactly what I was supposed to do. Mm. It's mm. 2023. Don't act like. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all act like that's yeah, an aberration. They were like, mm, oh. <laughs> they were like who? In the church? In the church? Hey, listen. Stop playing. Listen. So, so, so I, so honor is a big deal. Yeah. Right now, I want to say this about transition, because this will help calibrate how you feel about it. Mm -hmm. I don't care how good a transition is mm. or how bad a transition is. Mm -hmm. Three things are going to be a part of it. Yep. Friction. Yep. Frustration. Yep. And discomfort. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There's yes, no sir. way around it. I don't care how good the transition is. Yep. I don't care how bad it is. It's going to be friction, frustration and discomfort. If right. you take the, your dream vacation to Europe. Getting there is going to be friction, frustration, and discomfort. So is. Going through customs. Ah, frustration. Being on a plane Ugh. for 11 hours. Discomfort. Next and to a couple with a one-year-old. Mm. Huh? Mm. Breath Did I paint the picture? Okay. Jesus. What do we know about international flights? Nobody oh. can hold their gas that long. So can't. The silent but deadlies be. <laughs> Don't sit next to the bathroom, neither. Lord Jesus. <laughs> you trying to sleep and then the funk just foul. So fr friction, frustration, friction, and discomfort is a part of all transitions. And if we embrace it yeah. and don't complain about it, yeah. we can calibrate how we feel going through the experience. Come on, y'all. Let's clap for that right there, y'all. Yes. That's how we start the show. That's what we're going to do. So who is the uh, first question? Okay. All right, my name is Damon. I have um, just started my transition period, right? Been in about two years, yep, right? Yep. And the question I have is, I'm at that point where um, I'm probably more successful than I have ever been, mm -hmm. but I feel like I'm failing. Have you ever experienced that, and how do you overcome it? Mm. Go ahead, you can hit it first. You're the guest today. Yeah. So first of all, congratulations. Yeah. All transitions require bravery, and I'm so grateful that you've been brave enough to step out there. Mm -hmm. You're making more money than you've ever made, mm -hmm. and you're afraid. So may I ask follow-up questions? Mm -hmm. Would you be opposed to that? No. Okay. What are you afraid of? I don't know if it's as much afraid as I feel like I'm not where I'm supposed to like I'm behind schedule. Mm. I feel like I'm failing. Mm. Like, okay, I got the family, just brought the wife home because I made this move. So now she's able to come home and work on her business. That's great. That's great. Got our daughter just graduated from um, Florida State University. Congrats. And we don't want her to go the traditional career route. So she got some business ideas. Wow. Let's invest in that. But I'm like, but do I have everything in place? Like if I fall, does everything else fall? So mm. I feel like I'm failing. Understood. All right. So uh, I'm, I'm so grateful you were able to dig down deeper into that. You are not going to fail. Mm -hmm. You are not going to fall. Mm -hmm. As long as you remember who controls it all. Mm -hmm. 
if you think you're in control of the whole thing, it's going to fail. Because mm -hmm. it's in the back of your mind. Mm -hmm. So it's going to manifest, right? It's going to come to fruition. But you, when you remember that you are a steward of something that he called you into, it is not all on you. So you can approach it completely differently than somebody that feels like this is all riding on me. Mm -hmm. I understand the pressure of stepping out and it's a business and it's on you and you got to work. And if you don't work, there's no generation of income and there's no leads and there's no business and there's none of that. But ultimately, it's the Lord's. My podcast, that belongs to the Lord. Mm -hmm. So for seven years when I was a pastor, July was my sabbatical month. Mm. I became a podcaster and an influencer and all these hot little clips going out. And I took the month of July off. So did. I was in Australia for five weeks. So was. We didn't post nothing nowhere mm -hmm. from June 30th to August 7th. Mm -hmm. I know. I was waiting on you. <laughs> 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 had to live through and, that. And that is like a, a cardinal sin for is. content creators. Yeah, right. Except... This is his content. Exactly. Right. Mm. I'm going away with my fine wife to Australia because this is all on him. Mm. And if you breathe on the algorithm for the last 12 months, and guess what? When you come back, you'll breathe on it again. So I will. So rest in the confidence that God called you out here and he didn't put you out here to fail. Mm. If you feel yourself sinking, Peter, Because you're out of the boat now. Mm -hmm. If you feel yourself sinking, please remember you are not going to drown. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just put your eyes back on the, the one that called you out there. Gotcha. Mm. Gotcha. Mm. Appreciate it. Woo! Who next? Hello. What's up? My name is Jesse. I am 24 years old. Today's my birthday, actually. Happy hey! birthday! Jesse? I love both of you. I watch you guys all the time. So this is a birthday present to remember. So awesome. Great to be awesome. here. Um, I'm 24 years old. I'm a young man in ministry at my local church. And um, I've seen your testimony, Tim, your podcast. And I just really want to last. I really want to endure. I want to do ministry the right way. I want to have a wife and a kids. I just got in a relationship recently. Let's go. She's here. I'm grateful for her. Let's go. And um, I, want to do, I want to do it the right way. And so I just wanted to ask, is there anything that you could give me in wisdom that you wish you might have picked up on when you were my age? Or if you could go back, what would you change? How would you, how would you minister? How would you cater to the people of God, your wife, your children, anything? Mm. If, I, if, I, ooh, if I could transport back and talk to my 24-year-old self, I would tell him not to take everything so seriously. Mm. I, was, I was the youngest elder at Potter's house at 24 years old. And what was stripped from me was the joy of being a young adult. Mm. So we get into ministry and we think we got to get deep. And we take sober minded to mean serious. Mm -hmm. You can be sober and still have fun. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So so if I'm if I could talk to my 24 year old self, I would say. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> You, first of all, you don't have it all together. Right. You never will. Mm -hmm. So let yourself off the hook on that. Okay. Be hot. Be honest, open, and transparent mm -hmm. about everything that you are dealing with. Mm -hmm. Don't hide nothing. Mm -hmm. And don't ever, you, you got a girl, I know you're not married, and I ain't trying to meddle. But Juliet is my bride, and the church is Jesus's. Mm. And I will never spend more time with his than I spend with mine. I'm all sold out for ministry. I'm all sold out for the local church. I served it well. I love it. I support it. And he's called all of us to minister as the body. But he's only called me to minister to Juliet. And so if I had to preach Sunday at somebody's church, right? Um, and I got sick. They're going to find somebody else to preach. Yes, sir. Guaranteed. Mm -hmm. They're going to be like, Tim was supposed to come. He ain't here. Bye. Right? <laughs> if my plane would have got delayed, 
AO could have been like, so anyway, we just going to do a whole Q&A night, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, and keep it moving. Yeah. But I can't call nobody to go take Juliet out on a date for me. That's good. Talk, man. Talk. Cause, That's good. So don't, so we're not going to do that. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give you one more story and then I'll shut up. So uh, I was young, like I said, I was a young adult pastor at Potter's House. We had, a, we had a revival. It was dope. I'm driving home and I'm thinking about the whole night and it was just beautiful. And I, something dawned on me. And when it dawned on me, I said, you just used me. And I like, I like moved God the Father out of the way from God the Holy Spirit. I'm like, Jesus, you, I want to talk to you. I said, you just use me. I said, you just use me to minister to your bride, to encourage your bride, to correct your bride, to exhort your bride, to um, speak life into your bride. I said, I'm in a competition with you from now on. Mm. I said, I will not have better words to say to your bride than I have to say to mine. Mm. Everything about ministry taught me how to love my wife. Mm. Mm. And it taught me how to keep my priorities straight. Mm. Bishop uh, wanted me to go to uh, Megafest South Africa the first time that they went in 2008. No, in, yeah, in 2008. Uh, Nathan was two and a half months old. Bishop wanted me to run the whole thing. It, it, I, I was going to meet um, Nelson Mandela. He was still alive at the time. I was going to be able to go to Swaziland. And this is an iconic conference that's going to be on, uh, on the continent of South Africa for the first time. He wanted me there. He personally told me, I need you there. And I told him I can't come. I said I would be setting a bad precedent to Juliet mm. to be on the other side of the world with our firstborn child just being born. Mm. I said, you know I'll serve you and I'll do whatever I can. I can't do this. Mm. He didn't like it, but he respected it. So you don't have to compromise your values to serve God or serve man. Mm. So once you figure out what it is that are core values to you, Minister out of that. And the moment those boundaries get crossed, make sure to calibrate and bring them back in. But I promise you, you can be in ministry for the next four decades and there's still going to be more to do. So always know when to say stop, because the church is the neediest woman that's ever been on planet Earth. You know, she just me, is. And, and let me add this too, man. At 24, if I can go back to my 24 year old self. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know, there's one thing I would, I would do differently. I would watch who has my ear, who's speaking into my ear. I think That's at 24, really I allowed so many different people to mm. speak into my ear that I lost my own voice. Mm. That, that their voices became my voice. And it was 10 different people mm. who called themselves men of God, mm. wisdom, mm. brothers, mm. homies, friends. Mm. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. And I never heard actually from God because I looked at all of them as my God. And so at 24 years so old, I, if I could go back to myself, man, um, I would be like, yo, Ayo, he has your voice, the rest of them don't. That's good. And if I just had one person and I dive deeper into my word, someone asked me earlier in the VIP, they said, man, how do you hear from God? Like, how do you know you hear from God? It's easy. If you don't hear from God, that means you're not in your word. It's great. Simple. Yeah. And so the more voices you have, then that's the more friction between you and God. It's great. And so I, if at 24, that, two, just make sure you're praying that she's your wife. And if, she, and if you hear from God and she says she's your wife, let no one else say she's not. Whoop! Yes, sir. And then as soon good. as he say that, get her. Because Lord Jesus, being 39 years old and not married. <laughs> See? Listen, What's your I'm, cash app? <laughs> oh, uh, Jesse Prada, J E S S E P R O D A. S S E P R P R O D A. 
<laughs> it's not your birthday. <laughs> I, I like how pop you said the, Oh, I didn't put the little sign in front of me. I like how you said that real quick, too. You didn't say what for. You said, hey, I'm going to give it to you. Yeah, yeah. He you just started spelling. <laughs> What's your cast put that, put that J E S. <laughs> I'm 24, man. Hey, listen. I got to take her out in the day. She expensive. I'll get it after. It didn't pop up. Okay. But I'll, I'll get it after. Okay. Yeah, okay. After, man. All right, man. Can we Thank clap you. for him, y'all? Yes. Yeah, Happy great. birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> Woo. What's up, brother, man? Talk to us. How y'all doing? Hey. Uh, my name is Jonte. I want to first say thank you both for all the wisdom and mm. uh, advice and everything that y'all are spilling back into us tonight. I greatly appreciate it, and I know everybody else does here. Thank you, yeah. Jonte. So, yes, absolutely. I'm a new follower of Anthony and now you, Tim. Um, my mentor invited me this evening. Um, she was like, hey, I got an extra ticket. Do you want to come? And I've been blessed since I've since I've. Who's your here. mentor? Uh, Danielle Craig over here in the back corner. Stand up. Let's go. Yes. Love it. Absolutely. So she's a she's a strong follower of you both. So I'm just blessed to be here. Glad um, you're here. But to get into my question. Yes, sir. So, Tim, you've said that nothing God gives us, we should feel we are able to handle mm. with that. How are you aware of the things that he's putting you through to handle it? And how do you embrace that process? Mm. Yeah. So so I'm glad you asked that question, because I do want to make sure I clarify. I, I'm not saying that um, when when God calls you to do something that you can't be excited about it. You can't feel like confirmation that I know that you're calling me to this. My concern is with people who feel like they can do it with him or without him. Mm. Right. Wow. That's how you get a lot of dead churches wow. because they'll do it whether he's there or not. Mm-hmm. Right. What what the um, when Jesus is on the cross, the the, um, the 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 veil in the temple was split from the top to the bottom. There is no Ark of the Covenant there. The Ark of the Covenant represented God's presence Mm. in the temple. It Mm. wasn't there. Mm. Yet they were still doing all the religious things like it was. Right. So 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 empty religion is when you can do it without God. Mm. (laughs) Right. So I don't. So my thing is, I'm confident in what I'm doing now as a podcaster because I know God's with me. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. But I would never say that whether he's with me or not, I got this. I'm going to be a star. It, I put myself up. I, we made us like that whole mentality is just really spooky to me. Yeah. So, um, uh, okay, I got to give you a Bible verse. All right, I knew so you can go there. I knew I, you can get a Bible. I'm telling you, these scriptures they just be asking. <laughs> they do. They be they be popping up in my head like talk about me, and I'd be like, <laughs> like I wasn't even studying you just now, but if you say so. Lord, so so here here's the here's the m- mindset I want you to have. So this is first Samuel 17. David gets ready to fight Goliath. Right. So, um, you know, he's already talked to Saul. He already put on Saul's armor. It didn't work. Blah, blah, blah. All right. So uh, now Goliath has already talked smack to David. And now David's responding to him. And here's I'll read 45 so I can get to, so I can get to 46. David replied to the Philistine. I'm reading from the NLT. Uh you come to me with sword, spirit, and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. Here it is. Today the Lord will conquer you, and I will kill you and cut off your head. Mm. And then I will give the dead bodies of your men to the birds and wild animals, and the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. Mm. Exclamation mark. Gangster. It's one of my favorite verses, all right? David knew what he could do and what he couldn't do. Mm-hmm. And it was literally teased out in the way he responded. He said, today, the Lord will conquer you. I know who conquers. It ain't me. Amen. But today, I will kill you. Mm. <laughs> the mm. Lord has a role and I have a role. Right. It's not all him and it's not all me. I, uh, I was with a worship pastor a couple of nights ago. They did a great worship set. And I said, you were great tonight. That wasn't me. That was all God. I said, no, it wasn't. I said, because if it was all God, you wouldn't have sung. And we would have fell on the floor as dead. Because nobody can stand in God's presence and live. Yes. I'm a literalist. I'm sorry. Right. Fact. So I said, instead of trying to brush it all off, because you did practice the song and you did memorize the verses so you didn't have to look at the screen like we did. So you did something. Just thank you. 
It's okay. We know, we know God was involved. I felt his presence. I know you couldn't have done that, but you did hit a note. And I just want to appreciate you for hitting the note. Mm. So, so just know who the conqueror is and know what you've been assigned to kill. And that helps you to have the confidence that you need to have. So I hope that helps. That helps. I love it. Thank you. You said something earlier. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go deep and go spicier. Deep and spicy. Deep and spicy. <laughs> you said earlier that in the transition from Potter's House to Gateway, you spoke to your wife the first time she said no. Yep. You listened. Oh, absolutely. I listened. What? <laughs> <laughs> then you came back, mm-hmm. said, babe. Mm-hmm. She confirms that God said it. Yeah, absolutely. In this generation, uh-huh. Of 2023. Uh-huh. Men are not asking their wives for permission to transition. They're just quitting. They're just doing what they want to do because in this generation of 2023, yeah. it's the I'm the man of the house. Oh. <laughs> Take him to the book. And, uh, and, and I love that because I want to have that conversation because I'm always, I'm always being approached by men mm-hmm. who are like, yo, I got to be the head. Uh, I got to yeah. make all the money. Yeah. I have to run the house. Yeah. And I'm like, but what's the point of a partnership? That part. Why, why did God give you a partner if you're not asking your partner for assistance in building something? And so when I heard you say, I asked her. Yes. She said no. Yes. As the man. Who is uh-huh. the head of the home? Uh-huh. You still said no. I did say no. <laughs> Why? Help us understand, which I know the answer, but I want to help the people watching. Cause it's not none of us brothers in this room. We 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 cool. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's an assumption, sir. <laughs> but in 2023, man, men think, yo, I need to have a woman that's gonna shut up mm. and just listen. That thing hurt my chest when you said that. <laughs> Talk to the men who feel as if their women really do not have that much say so. Yeah. So um, I got to find this verse because it's so germane to our conversation. Mm. Um, I, first, let me say this. The reason why I would never make a transition without Juliet being in agreement is because we are actually one flesh. Mm -hmm. So Juliet is me outside of me, looking back at me, talking to me about me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is what Genesis 2 is all about. Right. It's not good that this man be alone. And that's not just a marital statement, that is a relational statement. Right. And not a relational statement as in a marital statement. Right. It just means that mankind is supposed to be connected to mankind. Right. right we are in- inextricably linked to one another. Yeah. Right. Whether we like each other or not. Right. Right. We are. And so God. And remember, Adam is not the one who said that mm. God did. Mm-hmm. So God was literally making an observation and saying, as long as they're as they're in this body on Earth, mm-hmm. I will not be enough for them. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that's going to go against some religious sensibilities. Uh Uh-uh, Jesus is enough. The devil is a lie. God is all I need. (laughs) You cannot live without human interaction. Talk, man. From the womb to the tomb, we need people. Right? So so, um, God puts Adam to sleep. Mm -hmm. um, uh, We say take out a rib, but most um, Jewish rabbis, it's more graphic. Uh, God rips him in half. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. And then he forms. He made the man. Right. He just right. T- took some dirt and right. And blew into him the breath of life. He formed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like he. My God. Like he went that way. He, and he went that way. Then he came that way. <laughs> My God. He. He, it, he like it, forming something. Right. Like with us, he was like. Uh-huh. Boom. Right. <laughs> but over there, he was like, pow. Bye! Oh my God! That out! Like he, that's uh, he did some things, right? Live right there. It's so, a formation so, for me. So, so he did some things. He he formed her, right? Then he brings her 
to him. him. Yes, sir. So he assigned and directed sexual orientation. My God. My God. He didn't give the man options. He didn't bring five. Although he has millions of sperms in his testicles. My God. He didn't bring him 10 women Mm. to disperse it amongst. Mm -hmm. He said, put all those nations in her. Mm. And her body will bear Mm. the human that needs to come out of the congregation you put into her. My God. It's the congregation for me. (laughs) I need a soprano, the tenor. (laughs) I need it. What? So he brings the woman to the man and he identifies and says, this is bone of my bone and this is flesh of my flesh. Yes, sir. The two become one. Yeah. So so Eve is actually remember Eve was in Adam. Yes. And she was taken out. Right. right. Brought back to Adam Mm -hmm. so that Adam could go in Eve. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. The glory of God. Yeah. The, the, the perfect, glorious picture of God mm-hmm. is when a man is inside a woman. Yes. Because they are one flesh. My God. That's why the enemy wants to pervert it so bad. Mm. Mm. That's why sex is so addicting to look at. Mm-hmm. Because you're looking at glory. Mm. It's just inglorious. Because mm. the enemy's trying to pervert it. Mm. Right? So when we take it back, marriage belongs, I mean, sex belongs to married people. Yeah, yeah. That's who he made it for. Yes. He made it for exclusivity, right? Yes. Uh-huh. So we should be having the best sex. And we, me and my wife do. I don't know about anybody else, but <sighs> we have the best sex. We uh. put porn stars to shame. My God. We do. We, they're, they're shamed. Because, because ours is legal and theirs is not. That's it right there. That legal sex. Yeah, my, it's very legal. <laughs> right? So, so, so that oneness means that I could never look myself in the eye. I need pause, man, though. <laughs> hey, I, I, we need to let that breathe. <laughs> the, the former pastor said, I mean, they haven't, they beating porn stars. Yeah, we do. Oh, My yeah, Lord. Oh, absolutely. We need to let that breathe. Yeah, for sure. I need to get married tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you saying that because I think sometimes, we're going to go ahead, I think sometimes the church shies away from statements like that. Yeah, we do. And the reason why we have so many- We be many... tiptoeing around stuff. Exactly. So dumb. And I think, man, I, I'll be honest, I think I would still be a virgin if I heard the church hype up sex in that way. Yes! But they run away from it. Yeah. It's, oh, you going to hell. Yeah. Well, 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 if I'm going to hell, I may as well just keep doing it then. Yeah. <laughs> like, like my, my 15-year-old can't wait to have it. What? Because we, we taught him what it is. And we told him, we told him, hey, sex feels good, period. Facts. But let me tell you when you're going to feel good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's facts. How many people That's facts. have sex that feels good, but they don't feel good? What? Right after. Get, get that call like, hey, um, I'm late. What? Huh? Right, right. Nah, so bro. so Ugh. we don't, all those games don't have to be played. When you're married. My God. Right? So, so sorry for the long way that I've taken, but. I, I mean that all to say that when I look at my wife, I'm looking at me. Yes, sir. And yes, to sir. hold something from my wife is to hold something from me. Mm. So if I'm not in agreement with myself, where can I go? Mm. That's deep. So mm. when, when, when she doesn't, when she, in 09 when I told her and she was like, yeah, nah, that was just my sign that God was still working things out. Mm. Because until I come in agreement with myself, and Juliet is me. Yeah, yeah. Until I come in, into agreement with myself, that means there's something that God is still strategically working in the background. Okay. So, in, so your spouse can hear something. Don't get frustrated if, if you're, you hear something and your spouse doesn't hear it right when you do. Right. right. And don't do these ridiculous time limits like, I'm coming back to you in three days. I'm going to give you three days to pray, and then I just got to bust a move. <laughs> No, that impatience may thwart exactly what God wanted to do. Your, your spouse is reserved for a reason. They may need more information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Juliet is wired completely different than me. Yeah. I, I can change clothes right here. 
Wow. I have very low inhibitions. Like, uh, I can switch whatever, whenever. Like, I'm, that's the way I'm wired. That's why these transitions haven't really been hard for me. Because I'm like, oh, we done? What we doing next? Yeah. Juliet is like, "Um, I'm so sorry, sir. (laughs) I just got everything the way I wanted it. Right. Why are you moving? Right. What we doing now? Right. I just painted that wall. Yeah. I like this house. Yeah, yeah. What you talking about? We about to move. Uh, You know what I mean? Right. So I have to, I have to be sensitive and attuned Mm. to where she is. Mm. It took a whole nother year, but that year later, Mm -hmm. once we had agreement, we was out by the end of that year. Wow. December 31st of 2010 was my last day. Y'all are dating today. Let's say y'all are dating today. Yeah. Y'all at dinner and she listens to you and she says, I don't need a man for nothing. What's your response? That's one of the most attractive statements I've ever heard in my life. Hmm. Break that down. I don't want you to need me. What do you want her to do? I want you to want me. Mm. Mm. My wife don't need me. You, but she wants you. That's sexier. Wow. I, I, we were in a marriage uh, cohort, and I brought up this. The reason why I can answer it so fast, because I asked this question to, uh, in, in a cohort. It was me and several other couples uh, with these marriage coaches, marriage coaches, and I'm raising my hand. Mm-hmm. My wife is uh, Afro-Caribbean, so she is uh, Jamaican and Bahamian, five foot four and a quarter, super fine, all mine, right? And... She's literally one of the most, I mean, she's an island girl, so they're just in, that Jamaican in her has 10 jobs, right? right? <laughs> J- just the Jamaican side right, right. has 10 jobs, 10 jobs, right, right? Yeah. She is the pilot, she is the stewardess, she is the <laughs> air traffic controller, she is like, like she does everything, right? Oh. So I remember when we first started dating, she didn't want to hold hands. She, she's from New York, I'm from California. And, and so she like, I, we just got, let's just keep it moving. I don't understand why we gotta be holding hands. And da, 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 right? And I'm just, I'm sensitive and I'm like, but I love you. You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I like holding hands. Like, I mean, she's like tomboy, like the most feminine tomboy of all times. Right. I brought her a she shed. All she does is woodwork for seven hours and make chairs and charcuterie boards and she making couture everything out wow. in that wood, out in yeah. that little she shed, right? Yeah. So I'm raising my hand. I'm like, she don't need me. Mm. Tell her she needs to need me. Mm. Like, I want to open the door for her, and I want to do this for her, and I want to do that for her, and da 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 And she's like, yeah, I don't need no man to be doing that. I'm like, I'm with you. Like, what's the problem? And I'm like, tell her. <laughs> and he looked at me, and he said, would you want this woman to rather need you or want you. Mm. He said it because if she needs you, she's dependent on her. It sounds like you want your wife to be dependent on you. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's not what I think I'm trying to say. Mm. And he said, think about it. This girl don't need you, Mm -hmm. yet she wants to be with you anyway. Mm. He said, what do you think is more attractive there? Mm. If this woman don't need you and don't need no man, don't need nobody, yet she chose you anyway mm. and wants to be with you? Mm. She wants to be here? Don't need to be? Wants to be? Mm. I looked at her, I was like, you gonna get it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you about to get <laughs> it. So would you so, say the woman need, wants the man, but the man needs the woman? Mm-mm. I wouldn't even say that. But if God said it's not good for man to be alone, yeah. we need company. Yeah, yeah, we, we need human interaction. Right. But we don't need to be married. We want to be married. Hmm. I, I, I want to be married. Hmm. I need to knock down. <laughs> my man said, yeah, that right there. It's the knock down for me. Right, right. Now, <laughs> my, my, my relationship with Juliet is not purely sexual, sexual obviously. Facts. Facts. But, but I need it. Like, I need, I need that level of companionship. I wanted to be married since I was eight years old. I'm yeah. a hopeless romantic, right? Between my parents and the Cosby show, I'm like, find her. We gotta find her now, right? I need a Felicia Rashad now, right? Claire, I'm like, I'm marrying Claire when I get older. Yo. And Juliet is my Claire. Like, she's literally aging. We've been married for 24 years. Wow. This girl's getting finer. 
Wow. Like what, she's not. At what age? We got, I was 23, she was 20. Wow. I didn't have a job or a car when I started dating her. For real? So, so you know how dudes be like trading in they girls when they get success? Right. They're like, I need somebody that match me. You don't match me no more. Like right. you was good for them, but I need somebody for now. Yeah. Hell no, I would never do that. I like Tim. Yeah, I would never do that. Cause I know why Julia's with me. Mm. I wouldn't know why a woman wants me now. Facts. That is facts. She was with me when I had no job, no car, right. no money. Right. So we built all this together. Yep. So long live Juliet. I tell her, I want you to outlive me. Mm. But I want to be alive long enough that you can't remarry. <laughs> so I'm eating right. I'm doing push-ups in the morning. Right. I'm doing sit-ups and all kind of stuff. Because I just don't want her to... Because if I die right now, there's going to be like a, a line of niggas like... <laughs> I always felt like, I mean, I love Tim, but I mean, I always felt like, so I figured when I'm like, if I can live to like 90, 90, they should back up off. She'll be about 87. Yeah. Oh, she's still getting another man. 90, 95. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to live to 95. Listen. I'm going to have them put me on a hey, respirator. Yeah. Just be off in the corner somewhere. Man, listen. Assisted breathing until listen. I to 95. Listen. But no, that that's the that's the mindset. I I I have a desire. God brought me her. I want to steward that relationship. I'm intentional about that relationship. We work on that relationship. Um and it's it's been very, very fruitful. I love it. That's love my it. that's my person. Can we celebrate relationships, y'all, and marriage? Hello, my name is Jared, um, and I'm in a transitional period right now, yes, and I have a question for Tim. Okay. Um, so you mentioned uh, divine echoes, I believe is what you called it, yes. when you're in transition, and I'm a person who likes to plan a lot of things, um, but I find that when I make plans, um, God places people, places, and things in my path that I couldn't have planned myself. So my question is, how do you remain open to accept those uh, people, places, and things while you're in a transitional period? So grateful you asked that question, Jared. So um, I'm gonna give you one verse that's gonna help you, because I'm a, I'm a strategic person too, and a planner. This verse is gonna bless your whole life. So this is uh, Proverbs 16, verse number nine. I don't need to read it, but I just want you to see the address, and I gotta highlight it, because it's my, one of my favorites. We make our own plans, but the Lord determines our steps. Right? So plan everything out. I'm talking, do a five-year plan. Do a 10-year plan. Then I'm going to hike in the Rockies, November of 2027. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to go on a cruise in January of 2028. Make all the plans you want. Just be open to God shifting them. Mm -hmm. I love the plans that he allows me to make, and I love being pleasantly surprised by the plans that he has. Mm -hmm. but, but because I'm a structure person, mm -hmm. I just need to see that something has been put down on this paper. Facts. The Lord can mess the whole thing up, but at least let me write it down. Mm -hmm. I feel better if I at least say I'm driving to Central Market. Now, you might put me through four detours and I wind up at Trader Joe's, but at least let me write down and map it. So put it all on paper. Make the vision grand. Make it big. I, I never thought I was going to pastor for 30 years because I have an apostolic call. I'm a builder. I'm sent to build and I build to send and then I'm out. Right. As soon as it's built, I'm like, what, what else are we doing? So I never thought I was going to do it for 30 years, but I never thought it was going to be less than 10. So I had plans, but he determines the steps. So good. So plan everything and just remain open to the small shifts that he wants to make in that plan. I hope that helps. Yes, it does. All Thank right. you. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, man. I love the fact that all these men asking these questions. I know, bro. I that's love fantastic. seeing men stepping up to the plate. Yeah, you normally fantastic. see only ladies. Bam. I love that. With yellow on. Let's go. Okay. Um, I'm a little nervous. But um, I want to say first thank you, AO, for this opportunity to be here. And yeah. um, 
Talking to the mic so we can hear you. Sorry. Um, sorry. Mm. This has been um, a really hard transition for me in my life. So the fact that IS society um, has been there when I was a part of it, <laughs> um, cheering me on, helping me, stretching me, you asking hard questions as far as like, who are you and what is your brand? Asking you, asking many people around you, um, you know, who am I? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I uh, negate that. So I appreciate the, um, I appreciate the society. Um, also, Tim, thank you for being who you are and for uh, allowing God to use you in your transition because it's helped me in so many different ways in my marriage. Um, I'm transitioning where I need assistance and I need help with trying to make the right step. Um, so both of you have wisdom and knowledge on one, how to uh, the business deals and things like that. Um, and you as well, uh, Tim. So I need assistance and I guess some guidance in how to uh, transition with myself and my children um, and um, make the best decision where I can be present, I can still work and aspire to do the things that I want to do. Um, so I'm looking for some guidance in that. Um, I appreciate your vulnerability. Mm -hmm. And I'm really sensitive to your emotions right now. Where are those tears coming from? Um, because this is all, I'm fearful. Okay, good. I'm fearful when the, where I am, um, Basically, my marriage has uh, hidden who I, who I am, and um, now I'm trying to come out of that and walk in the purpose that I'm supposed to be walking in. So. So if I'm hearing you correctly, it sounds like not only are you afraid of this transition, you're afraid of you. I don't know who I am. Mm. So that's why the IC community was helpful because they provided me with the hard questions and I had to seek answers from people that were closest to me. Yay, spiritual mommy came. <laughs> so my encouragement to you is to acquire the support system that will champion who you have just found, the new you that you have just given permission to come out. You, you need a support group that is gonna champion, champion, champion her, mm -hmm. that girl, that woman, stepping into the light and no longer being in the background, being in the shadows, being smothered, being covered up. It takes bravery to do it. It takes vulnerability to do it. Uh, I will say that when you decide to be the true authentic version of yourself the way God created you to be, you're gonna come up against one of three reactions. One is gonna be confusion. It's, it could be from your spouse, it could be from your kids, it could be from your family or friends. The confusion is gonna be, who are you? You didn't used to talk like this. You didn't used to have these boundaries. You didn't used to have these goals. You didn't used to have this, that, and the other, right? It's gonna be confusion. The second group you're gonna find are gonna be the people that celebrate you. We knew that was you in there. We so happy to see you. Girl, we so happy you out. I've been waiting on you, right? Here's the third group, and it's probably the most difficult. The first group will be confused by you, the second will celebrate you, the third will hold you in contempt. Absolutely. Because they benefited from your brokenness. Yep, yep. 
They liked you better before you had a no. And now that you are using the power of your no, it leaves them with nowhere to go. Mm. And so it can be scary to be you while saying no and holding ground for yourself because now your relationship seems like they're fracturing. Yeah. But they were built on a false you to begin with. So whoever you lose in this season, they are worth losing as long as you don't lose yourself again. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.